eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. We got a love seat today, not a hot seat. And we got a chance to pick the brain of one of the smartest, best Eagles of all time, Mr. Seth. Join us, Seth. Welcome to the show. I have been looking forward to this all morning. How are you doing tonight? Man, I am doing fantastic. The Eagles are headed back to the Super Bowl in my home state. It doesn't <laughs> get any better than that against Andy Reid. We couldn't write a better storyline. You got the Kelsey brothers. What more could you ask? All right, but there's a sad thing here. You have to work here the day of the Super Bowl, even though you live there. Potentially. At- is that oh you have it? No, we're, Seth, you need to be there. We're potentially working on it. <laughs> He's working on that. But you right. know what? Hey, even yep. if even if I gotta be here, yep. it doesn't matter, man. It's all good. It's all good. All right, let, let me get right to this. I want to start with the Eagles defense early in that game. Hassan Reddick was running a mock, and it looked to me like the Niners were attempting to block him with tight ends. Is that what you saw? Why would you do that? That's that's a recipe for disaster. Well, you see it in the NFL all the time. You know, they'll slide protection away from one tight end, the two tight ends, and ask them to block a premier pass rusher. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> okay. You pay a right tackle and a left tackle to bless to, to block, you know, your opponent's best pass rusher. Why would you ask the tight end, you know, who's fifty pounds lighter in the behind? To actually do what the what you pay your tackle to do, it makes no sense. But from a protection standpoint, some of these genius coaches believes that that works. It was a recipe for disaster. All right, now we get to the hit that Reddick put that knocked Purdy out. Now you can't come out after a game and say I'm proud that I knocked out their quarterback. But deep down, you feel pretty good about how that played out, don't you, Seth? You can't say it in today's game. <laughs> in my game, oh. I would award as a badge of honor in my press conference. Yeah, yeah you would have. Hey, hey, listen, that's the way we were. That's the way we were bred to play the game. You know, Buddy used to always say, "Hey, get that number one out of there to see what his backup can do." See how that was? <laughs> they played. They talked Hitman. more honestly then. Yeah. It's the same thing. All right, so here's what happened. So Purdy goes out. Josh Judge comes in. He's a journeyman. He's been on 13 teams, but then a Purdy comes back in. 
And you could tell he couldn't throw downfield. He even acknowledged it after the game. Listen to that. Um, I couldn't throw anything probably over 10 yards, 5 yards. So um, that's why we just had some screens. That was really our only option when I, when I went back in. When a defense knows that, how do you adjust to that, Seth? Oh, that's a defense's dream. I mean, when you hear when you hear defensive players, defensive coordinators talking about taking care of the run first and making the team one dimensional, that's exactly what you know the Eagles were able to do by knocking the two quarterbacks out yesterday. The only option they had was to run the football. Now you can go eight guys in the box. You've seen Avanti Maddox in the backfield. You've seen Epps in the backfield. You've seen all these defensive backs you know, being the free hitter and getting in the backfield making plays because you made them one-dimensional. You didn't have to worry about them throwing the ball because they simply couldn't. All right. And so that you dream of that scenario, right? But, like, do you blitz even more? I, I didn't see that they were doing that much of that. They knew they had them at that point. See, Angelo, there you go, man. You yeah. know, they already had salt on them. You want to just take the wounds and just yes. and rub the salt in. I you don't know, like Sanford. They they desecrated the Rocky statues. Well, I can't agree with you on that. I I, I heard you coming in, and you know I agree with Al. It's a movie prop, but oh that's, no, that was Brookie. Brookie said that. Whoever said that, that's either here nor there. But you know, um, but I get it. You know, a Philly icon, you come in and put a damn 49ers <laughs> jersey on it. Yeah, not allowed. A Giants jersey on it. A Minnesota Vikings, you got exactly what you what you wish for. You don't come in our city messing with our iconic statues. I, I got to ask you this just because it, it's been in the back of my mind. It was such a strange game because they had no one who could throw the football. If no one got hurt, the Eagles still win that game? Absolutely. You do. They were the better team. Uh, listen. The the offense put up 31 points. There's no way in hell that that offense is going to put up more than 17 points in that in that game. So that alone. But I think if Brock Purdy stays in the game, it just raises the potential for bigger defensive plays. It was obvious they couldn't block Hassan Reddick. That, you know, the more of a lead we got, the more pressure we were going to apply. And that rookie status and that, you know – that Cinderella story was about to expire. The clock was about to strike midnight anyway. So, I mean, I don't want to hear anything about, oh, you know, we didn't have a quarterback and we couldn't throw. No, you got your ass kicked. Take the L and go on back to the West Coast, plain and simple. <laughs> Brock Purdy, Al, to, to extend this uh, metaphor, Brock Purdy was about to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> Pretty All right, much. Now, yeah. here we are. I got to ask you about this other stuff because when you played, Buddy kind of uh, he kind of encouraged this too. How about the cheap junk going on at the end with Trent Williams? What did you think of that? That's just frustration. No, you know? no, and you don't hold the grudge for that. No, because you know what? There's already some history. You know, if you remember, Trent Williams played for you know the Washington Football Team for a lot of years. So there's already some pent up anger. Because he's been kicking their ass for years. Yeah. So now you throw on top of that the fact that, you know, he's marched up in here, um, the number two seed against the number one seed uh, with high hopes of, you know, doing something. And pretty quickly they figured out that that something was going to be nothing. And, you know, as you get to the end of the game, you realize offensively you can't be efficient or productive or anything. Um, I'm pretty sure Brandon Graham was chirping and giving him the business, and guys, the guys that talk trash oh. was talking trash. And you know, you get to a point where you get a little frustrated, you know. And the, if you can't win, then fight. 
<laughs> I, they didn't appear uh, they were uh, winning uh, that either. I uh, agree uh, completely. Right. You do, Al? Yes. Is that how they do it in hockey? That's Al? right. You can't that's win, right. you fight. That's why those guys, guys in hockey hell? fight, you right? Might, might get a broken jaw, but, you know, go ahead. <laughs> Interesting. Let's get some calls in here. Uh, we are going to get some early thoughts about the matchup with the Chiefs and uh, Seth, and we're going to get – I want to know what he thought of, of the way the coaches handle the challenges because – Man, it looked to me like Nick made the right decisions and Carl, uh, what's his name? Kyle Shanahan oh, yeah. did not. Nope. Ra- Ralph is up from Yonkers. Hi, Ralphie. Good morning, Phil. Are you calling to congratulate my Eagles because you've been talking a lot of uh, uh, garbage the last few weeks with your stupid Washington team? You ready to give me some props, Ralphie? Well, first of all, regarding you, Angelo, you are like the gladiator Maximus. You just won't die. <laughs> I was thinking like a cockroach in a nuclear war, but it's the same thing. Such a phony Andy Reid is lucky. How about the Smith nine catch? And there's no video of the pun hitting the wire, but you're okay with no angle on the nine catch. No, they had an angle, but it came late. It didn't come right away. No, it was the, late. The coach, the Ralph TV said, didn't have it. The coach and was looking up on up, the screen. Right? Well, I, I, they didn't have it TV yet. TV didn't have it yet. Ruben Amaro claims that if they do it like baseball, they had an angle and didn't see it in they, time. They should. But when, when Devontae came up, Ralph, he was signaling, let's go. Go to the line. We got to snap the ball. That's a disciplined ball. team. That, gotta, was, that was the telltale that sign was right there for their for their sideline. Yeah. You got all those coaches on the sideline and all those coaches up in the booth. Right. The guy who supposedly made the catch is telling his team, hurry up, get to the yeah. line. Let's run it before they can. Re-. So you that throw the right. challenge flag right there. Even if Absolutely. You, even if you got to lose a, a, yeah. a, a challenge and a timeout, you throw the darn flag. Because it's a turn of possession. Too big of a play. That's, That's a huge play turnaround. not to huge throw turn. the – are they going crazy in Frisco? Somebody find out if they're – we'd be killing our coach if he didn't call that. No, I'm not asking those guys here. Seth, there's a couple of guys here who kind of terrorizing me a little. Terrorizing they're, you? They're, how, how are they terrorizing They're, they're San Francisco talk show hosts. And? And I went on with them, and I guess I might have mentioned Brock Purdy's tiny hands or some other stuff like that. I was talking a little – you know, I didn't think I'd be seeing him face to face. <laughs> little smack, so, you were writing checks that uh, you your ass couldn't cash. My, my, exactly, um, that's Rhea. exactly are you, what happened. Are you scared? You, you need I'm a, not scared. Do I, need, do I need to get you a dog, or you need an yeah. escort out of here? Let me just say, like Ruben's been here providing security, but I feel better with you. <laughs> Ruben, Ruben is a little older. Now I guess you oh, the, the Eagles did win. We oh, do have the upper They Lord. did win. That's yeah, okay. right. They All won. Right. Ralph, do you have any any other dumb comments to make? Well, for crying out loud, the 49ers had a four-string quarterback that was an on leave from hospice care. How are you going to lose that game? There you go. Ralph, no, they uh, knocked him out. Ralph, excuses get ready, get ready for two me. weeks yeah. when Mahomes goes down. Because Mahomes is next on the list. Him and his corrupt uh, coach, Andy Reid. <laughs> right? In fact, while Andy's here, Andy may come into town now, try to get a couple of play- players from Greaterford before the game. Oh, you know, a couple of guys. you got to do a better job. Out on parole or something. Oh. Amish is up from Dallas. Hi, Amish. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Hey, Amish, what are they saying in Dallas about the Eagles going to the Super Bowl? They're sick to their stomach. They're still whining that they lost to the Niners because of Dak. They're right. such a pathetic fan base. 
What's it been, 28 years since they got a sniff of the big game, Amish? Yeah, uh, pretty much. I think the last time uh, that that they were doing something relevant, it's still on a VHS. VHS Did you say they got rid of Kellen Moore? They parted ways. Yeah. 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 All right, Amish, all I know is this. This one's got a sting. Because this time the Eagles are the best team in the NFL. <laughs> Angelo, I, I, I don't understand why all these Niner fans are, are making excuses about a fourth-string quarterback and, yep. you know, the quarterback got knocked out. It didn't matter who was back there. We have eight guys on the line that get after quarterbacks. We sacked QB 75 times this year. It didn't matter if Garoppolo was back there. We were going to destroy any QB. Mahomes. The Chiefs, they have no idea what's coming. All right, let me go back to the, regardless of who the quarterback was, Seth Joyner, were the Eagles going to harass him? Yeah, they were going to get after him. They're going to get him, there, right? There was, there, there was so, no doubt about it. And you know what? The the outcry about how the game turned out, okay? Special teams are responsible for what they do. The offense is responsible for protecting real estate, and the offense is responsible for taking real estate. Okay, their defense, number two, the number one ranked defense in the National Football League, giving up only 79 yards rushing a game. They got gouged yesterday. I mean, the Eagles run game has gutted the last two teams that they played. 44 rushes for 268 yards and three rushing touchdowns last week against the Giants. 44 carries for 148 yards and another four rushing touchdowns again this week. Okay. So the San Francisco 49ers fan base and media and everybody else can talk all they want about not having a quarterback. But at the end of the day, the defense is who lost this game for them because their job is to stop you from scoring. They gave up 31 points, 31 points. The number one defense in the National Football League gave up 31 points. Man, please. It's a be- that, that, Amish, did you, was that not beautiful? That was like listening to a great song. Which you just heard. Was that like beautiful? That was beautiful. It was beautiful. I gotta, just, I gotta just tell you two quick things. I've always admired Seth Joyner since I was a kid. When I was eight years old, he sat next to me at the old veteran stadium with my dad, and he was with Clyde Simmons at a Phillies game. And I still remember the woman he was with, I asked her to ask him for an autograph, and he signed an autograph for me after she told him he had to. And wow. he was always one of my favorite Eagles. But I got to say, I can't wait. I'm on my way to Arizona in two weeks. Angelo, come watch the Super Bowl with me, my friend. Let's watch this one together. Wait a minute. You have tickets to the Super Bowl? I've already got my th- uh, my uh, wheels in motion to make sure I'm in the stadium, uh, Angelo. All right, hold on. Uh, wheels in motion doesn't mean you have the tickets. <laughs> I w- Amish, keep me updated on that, though, because uh, I would like to know what it's going to finally cost. And thank you, as always, for your calls. Hey, Angelo, I, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure. I don't ever remember taking my mama with me to a no. baseball game. She's the only one to tell me what the hell to do. Apparently not. <laughs> well, apparently, uh, you know, you had somebody with you that uh, was very attractive. That's what I'm guessing. I would have signed it anyway, but, you know, yeah. on, for real, though? I, yeah, yeah my, mom, my mom was the only woman in my life ever to tell me what the hell to do. All right, that was like 20 years ago, though. Still. Are you still with any women that you were with 20 years ago? Hell no. Okay, I'm just, I, was, I, was, I, had to I didn't do anything for 20, over 20 years. <laughs> That's why I asked. That Seth Joyner. Awesome.